This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't So today, being the 10th of April, future streaming, downloading and non-rock radio UK listeners was the first Friday in something like three weeks that our recyclable waste of glass, plastic and cans was collected. Fortunately, our household wasn't buried under the weight of said items as 200 yards up the road, over the county border into Surrey, Croydon Council hadn't paused their collections with me, with the owner's permission, contributing mine to theirs. I know it doesn't sound like much, but today was indeed a good Friday. So you were a little drop out of a high school dream. And you try to make life easier than what it seems. Lost in time and lost in space In front of a mirror looking at your face
evening all. Uncle Armitage here, back at the day job three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. It's like the 1970s all over again and the three-day week. Of course, oh, I wasn't at work today, as it's Easter. Getting things underway this week were the Union Carmine Productions and the single mix of Glad to Have You Back from the remastered to be recycled album. I got an email uh, last weekend from Frink and the Lean Machine. That's Frink, spelt F-R-E. NK and not me in my normal piss pronunciation mode because the uh, band are Dutch. Anyway, the band asked if I would dare to give an unknown group a chance. Well, what's the paranoid squirrel for if it's not for that? Uh, the two tracks in question are Plastic Soup and Sing Along Song, both of which have been taken from their forthcoming album, Earworm Attack. The studio hit the real and virtual record shops in June. For your consideration, this is plastic soup.
Cracking on, uh, and I've been in a bit of a mono mood this week, uh, so I'm going to play the Ramones and I Don't Want to Walk Around With You, the mono version that appeared on the 40th anniversary of the band's debut album. Sadly, with the official Ramones website last being updated in uh, September 2018, and strangely no mention of the It's Alive anniversary release, I have resigned myself to the fact that End of the Century isn't going to get the same treatment. One, two, three, four... saying that uh, the other re-releases didn't come out exactly on the original day he says clutching at straws a segmentation that didn't air on Sunday uh, was Covers Corner so I shall rectify that forthwith at the end of February uh, episode 726 I do believe I played Bulletproof by Barocco featuring Jake Starr from The Delicious Fullness on lead throat uh, as I mentioned back then, Bulletproof originally could be found on Adam West's 2005 album, Power to the People, with the other track making up this savage magic record, 7-inch, uh, being Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, from the Adam West single of the same name. Now, for those of you who need bringing back up to speak, Jake Stoll used to sing in Adam West with Mario, who drums with Barocco, playing guitar in Adam West, along with bassist Steve, who switched from guitar uh, for Barocco, I think. Uh, obviously, the originals are faster, but the revisited takes do pretty much what it says on the tin. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son is the best song Queens of the Stone Age never wrote. <laughs>
that have released onto YouTube three videos in the shape and form of money and submission. Give me some more and stop wasting my time that I have thoroughly enjoyed are the Moons of Sand that feature from the curse Hacking Gostas and Pedder Anderson. Well, the band have a track on the second Up and Coming Ghost Highway Records tribute album to Dead Moon. The song in question is Far in the Western World that sounds remarkably like this. Penultimate song on today's Covers Corner comes courtesy once again of uh, Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong. I said uh, again because on episode 732 I played his version of I Think We're Alone Now. This time around he has covered the Prince penned tune of Manic Monday, even drafting in Susanna Hoffs, who played on the Bengals version that got to number two in the UK singles charts. It was released on Monday, the 27th of January, 1986. The day after I saw the Bengals play the Underground in Croydon was probably the last time that that band played such a small club. Anyway, the keyboards have gone, making it much more power pop, which is fine and dandy in my book. Won't get paid 
British summertime, The Damned Unleashed The Damned Show, consisting of music, musing, memories and randomness from the band's 44-year history. 44 years! And it seems like yesterday that I was popping into my local record shop, in this instance, Shouse in West Wickham, to buy strawberries. Um, episode 1 of The Damned Show was disappointingly under four minutes long and was just captain, reminiscing about the band's time on Top of the Pops. Well... Just the ones for the love song, and I just can't be happy today. It would have been great to hear Dave's take on the MCA uh, lineups time on the show. And although Captain did mention Lemmy in passing, I was hoping for a. And then Fast Eddie came up and asked me if he could borrow my guitar for Bomber. And if you watch carefully, you can see me down on the front, banging the stage with Fast Eddie, all leather jacket and bullet belt, with my non reversible Firebird with a flyery strap. Yeah, I know I'm being too critical, but it's because I love the damn so much. I mean, I still hanker after a proper documentary on them, a la a, a true testimonial, the story of the MC5. Don't you wish that we were dead? Ah, served a purpose, but if you've uh, read the Chaos Years and the Smashing It Up books, you'll know how fantastic the story of the Damned is. Now, the Damned, as you surely know, at one point featured Lemmy on bass, admittedly. It was just for one gig. But during the recording of Machine Gun Etiquette, Lemmy lent his bass to the Sweets Ballroom Blitz. It became um, uh, the B-side to I Just Can't Be Happy Today. With the Damned taking on Motorheads over the top. uh, That for years remained unreleased. For good reason, as it's neither band's finest few minutes. It's definitely worth owning, just out of curiosity. Therefore, ending today's Covers Corner... ...is the finished bass-led Boring Blitz.
Well, you know, I love hearing demos. Well, Gizbutt of Jaina Stark fame has really come up trumps after discovering literally uh, a shed load of recordings spanning his career today. He posted this news on his Facebook page and I, along with the excited, like-minded individuals, expressed our desire to hear them, obviously, in the current climate. Musicians have seen their gigging income dry up by 100%. To it, Giz has gone down the uh, Patreon route and for a nominal monthly payment, you will be able to access these tracks. So far... Uh, we've been able to hear and download uh, 1996 demos of Cleek, uh, Black Box Barriers, that were originally intended as three songs towards a new English Dogs release before Giz decided that he needed a clean break from the dogs. Uh, at this point, uh, for the last couple of years, he had taken over lead vocals from Wakey, um, some Destructors demos featuring an unavailable Elsewhere track, but it's not all. Uh, nostalgia as Giz has found time to record a new Jaina Stark track called Rolling With The Punches that he has uploaded in various stages of completion. There's even a video to it that Giz has put up on YouTube for non-Patreon subscribers to enjoy. The audio of which sounds remarkably like this. Drink on my own A solo ride Now I'm hoping that I can find This situation it blows my mind Each day a new way of coping hard You know that this is serious Cause they close the bar Roll with the punches Roll with the punches Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up. Sound up and down here before on the floor more times. 
times the Tracy Lords I've been treading the boards Taking the blows while you were striking a pose Finding me feet while you were filling your nose Okay, so we were friends, that makes it weird But not impossible, it just means you ain't gonna end up in a hospital Gotta use my head, I gotta think things through Now what would someone smarter than me do? Straight after Jaina Stark and the second mix of Rolling With The Punches. You heard because I played Ginger Wildheart and only Henry Rollins can help us now from his gas project. Ginger can arguably be the one who got the whole fan funding subscription revenue streaming services out into the wider rock community. Anti-Product were the first band that I parted with my hard-earned cash over something like this for their uh, This Is How We Buy The Van EP in 2001. And then again a year later for the Made In USA Unmastered CDR. Alex Kane, mastermind of Anti-Product, has uh, recently been putting out-of-print CDs from the aforementioned Anti-Product and Life, Sex and Death for sale on his Facebook page, along with merch and memorabilia. Uh, from Consume and Die, dot, 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 the rest is all fun. This is Anti-Product, and hey, let's get it on.
couple of the cavemen, as in Nick and Jack, found themselves stranded and quarantined in a sleazy flat in Alicante last month. In a haze of beer, gin, rum, red wine and hamburgers, they wrote and recorded a vast collection of songs based on their love for Mick Deville, Graham Parsons, Glenn Campbell, Phil Spector, Van Morrison and various country, soul and rock and roll records. They recorded with one mic, an acoustic guitar, an electric piano, a tambourine and whatever else they could find lying around the house. A whole album as... Sin City. The album, Welcome to Sin City, consists of 13 tracks that is now available from the Sin City Bandcamp site digitally at no cost whatsoever. Although I know you'll fork out a few quid from the album, this is Hooked on You. Sure. 
motherfucking motherfuckers dropped on Wednesday. Their third EP, Dance Motherfucker. If you like super shitty to the Mac era helicopters, you know what I'm talking about. Guitars feeding back, having the shit wild wild out of them, then this is the band for you. As I'm sure you remember, uh, the motherfucking motherfuckers is made up of various members of the Hip Priests and the Bitch Queens. Now, I know that both were to tour over here last week. But I would love to see the motherfucking motherfuckers live as a stand-alone band. Whether that will happen, of course, is up to Austin, Lee, Harry and Melchor. But I am currently on my knees begging, or getting ready for something else, from said EP. This is It's All Shit. At the end of last year, on episode 718, whilst we were still digesting our Christmas dinner and thinking about going out for a brisk walk before heading over to friends or family to continue jollifications, I mentioned that to complete my phobic collection, I still needed the band's debut recording of the Terminal EP that was recorded at RMS Studios in 2000. Now, this only existed as a self-release CD. Not even Discogs had ever had a copy to sell me fortunately uh, if i open the fire exit at the back of my work and tom from the phobics walks to his front garden gate we can see and shower each other thanks to an intermediate preserving social distancing i was on wednesday able to borrow tom's one and only copy that now has been ripped to my musical library for me to enjoy now I'm not sure if I've heard the four tracks on the Terminal EP live, but they all sound familiar. As the Phobics wear their musical influences well and truly on their collective sleeves. We're talking Heartbreakers and the Ramones here with the track Terminal, sounding like Johnny covering Blitzkrieg Bop but making up his own words. The thing that struck me was the EP, uh, even though it is 20-odd years old, doesn't sound dated, which is true. Of both the Ramones and the Heartbreakers. Of course, in a round of Mastermind, we'd still be able to put dates to songs, but put Like a Motherfucker and those early Ramones albums on, and they still sound fresh and exciting today as they did back then when they first came out. And you can include the Phobics in that. Maybe it's because the songs are new to me, or it's just because my Phobics discography is now complete. Of course, I wish to share this gem with you, my dear listener, from the Phobics debut release, The Terminal EP. This is Queen of Ice.
if there was ever a band crying out for a band campsite, it is the Phobics. Just so EPs like The Terminal don't get forgotten. And saddos like me can readily purchase it. Actually, I'll take that back. As there is nothing sad in the pursuit of decent music. An album that found its way to me was the Monkeys' Mike and Mickey's show live album uh, that was taped during last year's run of gigs. It does feel strange that the band are going out with, uh, out obviously, Davy and Peter. No disrespect to Peter. I did wonder how the Davy sung songs would pan out. Apart from Dolenz and Nesmith, um, I'm not 100% sure who else is in the band and who covers Davy's vocals. Uh, maybe it's Mike. I know Rich Hart is on drums and Mike's eldest son, Christian, uh, who mixed the record, uh, is on it, uh, as well as singing and playing guitar with the band. But that is as uh, far as... It goes monkey members wise. It's a good album, pretty much doing what it says on the tin, with some hither to previously unplayed live monkey songs. But in this instant, I'm going to play a tried and trusted hit to round off this week's show. Will there be a new show on Sunday? I don't know, uh, as I've been slack getting stuff ready for it. Tune in at 9am to find out, or hear this episode all over again. Until whenever, take it easy. I don't 